0: What is up everyone, it's Joey and welcome to the Joe and Joey show episode number one and with me is my co-host Joe, little background on us, I'm a physical therapist, got my physical therapy degree two years ago and Joe is a superintendent for a construction company and we're just two dudes that love talking about sports and that's mainly what this podcast is going to be about, we're both diehard Miami Dolphin, Miami Heat fans so that's what we're going to be talking about mainly, right? Yeah. We're also going to discuss whatever we feel like talking about. So it could be hypotheticals, daily news, conspiracy theories. And occasionally we're going to have uh, guests on the show. And that's how this show is going to work. Uh, we're going to have three topics each show. We're going to debate, discuss, laugh through the three topics. And at the end of those three topics, we're going to have a top five segment where we're going to do a ranking system of... Whatever we feel like talking about. We're going to rank top five quarterbacks, top five running backs, top five teams. You know, it's going to be fun. Uh, We'll even throw in like food and uh, destinations in there, our top five. So we're just going to have fun with the show. And um, lastly, make sure to follow us on our social media platforms uh, at the Joe and Joey show. Um, The audio is going to be uploaded to Spotify. And if you want to see the show in person, uh, go to our YouTube channel at the Joe and Joey show and you'll be able to see us and drop some comments in the comment section, um, on what you want us to talk about. And we'll be happy to do that. Right, man. Yes, sir. Like, and subscribe too. Yeah. So how you been, man? You've been good. Yeah. Doing great. I'm happy to get this show started. Um, Took a while for us to get here, but we're here now. huh?
1: Yeah, we're here and I think we're going to provide good value to our, our listeners, our viewers. A um, little bit of background also. We've been, I'd say, pretty successful in the sports betting world. Joey here is like a DraftKings guru. Won a lot of money there. So I think we can provide value, not just in sports, but in everyday life experiences, um, my construction, real estate background, his physical therapy background and, and doctor degree. So let's get started.
0: Before we start the show, I just want to say congratulations, man. I know you're having a second child, so congrats on that. Thank uh, you. You must be a little nervous, huh?
1: Yeah, it's uh you never know what to expect really, but in the end, as long as everything goes well, it's 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 great.
0: Boy or girl? Boy. Oh no. man, congrats, dude. I know you must be super excited, um nervous.
1: Yeah, a little bit of everything, every emotion you can imagine.
0: <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm proud of you, man. You've come a long way, you know, since Thank I've you. known you. And, uh, you know, we need uh, good fathers in the world like you. So congrats. Thank you, bro. All right, guys. Well, let's jump right into it. Topic number one reads, according to Bleacher Report, the Jets free up $15.2 million in cap room and are trying to finalize a deal with Aaron Rodgers Um Aaron Rodgers to the Jets trade is essentially done, according to Adam Wells, pending the quarterback's decision. So, Joe, us being diehard Dolphin fans, hypothetically speaking, if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, how do you feel about that?
1: Not great. Um, Aaron Rodgers is, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback, multiple Super Bowls, kind of at the end of his career, right? You know, nearing 40 years old. Tom Brady, he kind of defied... The age thing, playing till 45. Hopefully, the Jets won't get seven more years out of Aaron Rodgers. That wouldn't be good for us. But it's not good. You know, a lot of people said the Jets had a Super Bowl defense last year. Sauce Gardner, first team all pro, cornerback, six foot five, never gave up a touchdown. Um, just stacked all across the board. They have a complete roster as anybody besides the quarterback position. And then when you add a guy like Aaron Rodgers, that that's
0: going to elevate your team into Super Bowl contention. I have a hot take right now. If the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, they're winning the Super Bowl next year. They have a complete roster, top to bottom, great defense, Aaron Rodgers, Hall of Fame quarterback. They almost made the playoffs last year with, Zach, with no quarterback, Zach Wilson Joe Flacco. Yep. So if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they're going to put the league on notice. Um, that's all they're missing they're just missing a quarterback to actually, you know, make some noise in the league. They've been drafting really well lately. Yep. They hit twice last year with Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. What a draft they had last year. So,
1: Brees Hall, too.
0: And, and Brees Hall. So, the Jets are looking to make serious moves. And um, for them, their GMs flying out all the way to Green Bay just to talk to Aaron Rodgers uh, shows how serious they really are.
1: Yeah. Scary for sure. Um, we're Dolphins fans, so I don't want to say scared, but a little bit concerned with that. Um, we've got a lot of work to do. I think we lost Byron Jones officially, even though he didn't play last year. So we're in the market for another cornerback, either free agency in the draft or making a trade. Um, but the the future looks bright for the Dolphins as well. Vic Fangio, new defensive coordinator that's promising. Um, I'd like to see the Dolphins invest in a, a right tackle to protect Tua's blind side. And then
0: once we do that, we should be off and running. Yeah, I'm just not a, I'm not a believer in Tua. I know the talent's there. It's just his body's not made for football. He's always hurt. He's been hurt high school, college pros. He played really good last year and it looked like Mike McDaniel figured something out with Tua and his talents and Got him in the best positions to succeed, but like I was saying, his body's just, I feel like it's breaking down, and I just don't see the Dolphins really going anywhere. Um, they're going to bring back pretty much the same roster, so what do you think, man?
1: Yeah, I think this year is going to be really a snapshot of, of what to expect you know, under Mike McDaniel and the Tua era. You know, last year, what was it, nine games and a playoff wild card spot. Um, I think Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell are only going to get better with another year in that offense. Um, I think we had the most penalties in the NFL last year with, with all that motion and shifting, illegal shifts. So I'd like to see the offense get cleaned up. I mean, Mike McDaniel's an offensive guy. Um, and run the ball more to protect Tua. You know, we can't have him dropping back. 50 times a game and putting all the responsibility on him. I know it's the quarterback's league. That's the most important position, but just because you have those two receivers, you can't be one-sided, one-dimensional.
0: So right now, give me your way-too-early AFC East predictions. For me, I got the Jets. If they get Aaron Rodgers, I got the Jets winning. I got Buffalo in second, Dolphins coming in third, and the Patriots in fourth. So give me your rankings when it comes to the AFC East next year
1: I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go the same close to the same I'm gonna go Jets one if they get Aaron Rodgers I think that's the most complete team in the league if they do uh, I'm gonna go Dolphins two. I think the Bills are on the decline um, Von Miller's coming back but who knows if he's gonna look the same and they've just they haven't been what they what everybody thought they were going to be. And the talent, you know, obviously the talent's there for Buffalo, but the Dolphins have as much talent as anybody in the league. So I think Dolphins
0: 2, Buffalo 3, and then New England 4. That's a hot take right there. Buffalo in third place in the division? Yep. You're just not a believer in uh, the Buffalo Bills and what they're doing over there, huh?
1: No. I think they they lost Brian Dable, Dabble. So the New York Giants, he had them in the playoffs last year. I think that was a big loss for them calling the plays and they they got a lot of holes to fill. They're losing they're going to lose Jordan Poyer in the secondary. He's he's gone in free agency. The whole running back situation, they have James Cook under contract. That's about
0: it. So I think they have holes. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that division shapes up next year cuz For a long time, the division was just run by the Patriots for like a decade. And now, you know, the Patriots, they're not the top dog anymore. And Buffalo's kind of the last couple of years taking control of that division. But I mean, we'll see. You know, the Jets are making moves. The Dolphins are making moves. So we'll see what happens next year, right?
1: Yeah, you got to be aggressive.
0: All right, guys, moving right along. Topic number two reads... According to Woj, Kevin Durant expected to miss two to three weeks because of a left ankle sprain. So, I mean, this is quite the blow to the Phoenix Suns. You know, James Jones, their general manager, he pretty much went all out to try to win the championship this year. And that must be like a punch in the gut. You get Kevin Durant. You know, your team was in the finals two years ago. And you pretty much traded all your young core, young pieces And now Kevin Durant got hurt, and he's not going to come back, it's looking like, till the playoffs start, and he's only played a couple games with their nucleus. So initially when the trade happened, I thought the Phoenix Suns were going to win the championship, but now I just don't see it. Uh, Tell me your thoughts on that.
1: Yeah, it's it's looking rough now. Um, You know, Kevin Durant has no chemistry or experience playing with that team. Um, for him to go down in warmups like that, you hate to see that, especially for a guy that, you know, all he likes to do is just play basketball. He's not really with the drama or anything. He just wants to play. So that, that sucks to see that. Um, and the West, like we've said before is that's the gauntlet this year. You know, each series, each playoff series can go either way, you know, even one through eight or one verse eight, sorry, um. It's just it's difficult to to crown somebody in the West right now, but I don't think Phoenix is going to make it without Durant. Um, you still have Golden State, the defending champ. Um, Denver's the number one seed this year. They look great, have a deep team. Um, it's hard to tell right now, but not looking good for Phoenix.
0: I mean, right now it's looking like Phoenix is either going to play Golden State or the Clippers in the first round. And without Kevin Durant being there for the rest of the season, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to be one and done in the first round. I don't see them getting past the Warriors if they have to play the Warriors, the defending champions, in the first round. Uh, Steph Curry looked like MVP Steph Curry last night against the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, Steph Curry put up 36 points. He looked amazing. So, to me... You know, even though the Warriors have been injured the whole year and they haven't really played together, their nucleus has been there for five, six years, their core nucleus. So I don't see the Golden State Warriors losing in the first round to the Phoenix Suns with a brand-new Phoenix Suns team. Even the Clippers, you know, playoff Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I mean, their team's looking nice, too. So I don't see the Phoenix Suns getting out of the first round. Yeah,
1: it's going to be difficult. uh, You know, high ankle sprain that's in basketball you you can't play on on an ankle sprain so you know if if they get i'm just thinking like the scenario when when you get kevin durant back that's obviously a huge boost a huge lift but what's what's the continuity what's the chemistry going to be like how are they going to play together are they going to learn how to play together in the playoffs
0: the, a lot of these teams have been playing together for years already i will say though just to play devils advocate you could put Kevin Durant on any team and he's fitting in right away. Yeah. So he he's not somebody that needs the ball. He's not ball dominant. Um, that's the great thing about Kevin Durant. That's the beauty about his game. It's so pure. He can fit in any system, any team, any offense, and he's going to fit in like a glove. So we'll see. It's going to be tough. Hopefully he comes back healthy and I just want to see a good playoffs this year. Um, You know, the last couple of years, there's just been these uh, standalone teams. You know, the favorites are always winning the championship now. So I just want to see some competitive basketball in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think this year is going to be the best playoff year that we've had in a long time as basketball fans. Um, The West is is loaded one through eight, whoever those teams are going to be. I think the play-in tournament is going to be brutal in the West. And then you look at the East. The East was the gauntlet last year. You know, Boston, Brooklyn Nets, Miami Heat, um, Milwaukee this year is dominating the East. They've won, I think, 14 games in a row before the other night until they lost. They're winning games without Giannis against great teams. So they have the deepest team to me. I think Milwaukee's is, is probably the favorite right now to win the whole thing again.
0: That's who I got, man. I got Milwaukee winning the championship this year. I got Milwaukee winning the championship this year, and I got Giannis solidifying himself as the best player in the NBA.
1: And his legacy, too, right? I mean, that'll be if he wins this year, that'll be his second championship in the past two or three years. Still young. I think he's under 30 years old. Um, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and they're just deep. They're and they're big too. Giannis, you can put Giannis at small forward, put Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez right next to him, that's, that's three seven-footers that can do almost everything, shoot threes, handle the ball. Um, I think Boston's behind them, significantly behind them now with uh, the addition of Jay Crowder, Goran Dragic, um, Joe Ingles. Those are just key role players. Those are right big there.
0: pickups for Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, they've they've gone all-in this year, and they have the best roster, I think, in the NBA.
0: Yeah, that's how I see it playing out. I got Milwaukee winning the Eastern Conference, going to the finals. And then in the West, it's hard for me to bet against Golden State. Uh, pretty much because the West is wide open this year. There's no clear-cut team. You know, I just think the Warriors are going to do it. They're going to pull it out. They've been there. Their, their team is deep. You know, once they get Wiggins back, I mean, they don't really need much time to gel. I mean, they've their nucleus has been together, so... I got the Warriors and the Bucks in the finals, but I got a different champion this year. I got the Milwaukee Bucks. That's how I see it playing out.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think Milwaukee's going to make it. I want to see what happens with Andrew Wiggins. Um, there's been reports now just since last night that he may not even return to the team this year. Um, that's a possibility. I know he's dealing with personal issues. Um, hopefully that gets better for him and he can return for the playoffs, but. That would be a big hit. That, that's a huge hit. That's their number two option, really.
0: Yeah, because he, he played really... I, a lot of people were talking crap about Andrew Wiggins, but as soon as he got to the Warriors, he was playing really great basketball, offense, defense. So that would be a big blow. I might... I would might, I would maybe have to change my finals prediction if they don't have Andrew Wiggins, but I'm just going to go with the tried and true Golden State Warriors. You know, Steph Curry... I think Steph Curry is the second best player in the NBA behind Giannis. So I'm going Warriors, Bucks. And I got the Bucks winning the championship, though. I think there is something wrong with Golden State this year. That whole scenario with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, their team's just not right. So,
1: yeah, I agree. You know, Draymond's walking off the court, upset, crying about calls. Um, they just don't look the same this year. So I, I don't know if I'm all in on Golden State in the West. I think the West has... Phoenix is going to be there if Durant's healthy. The Clippers are going to be healthy for the first time, it looks like, in two or three years with Kawhi, Paul George, and now Russell Westbrook that they added. Um, and then if the Lakers get in, uh, LeBron's banged up. It It sucks that a lot of these stars are banged up this year, but if they get in, they have LeBron and Anthony Davis, who've won a championship before in the bubble, so... You never know.
0: Isn't that crazy how we think Golden State's going to have a down year and they're still going to make the finals? Yep. That's just a testament to the greatness of the Golden State Warriors. So they could still win it all. I mean, they won it last year. You never know with injuries in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Yep. All right, moving right along. Topic number three reads, U.S. regulators reject Elon Musk bid to test brain chips in humans, citing safety reasons. Elon Musk has said in the past that his brain implant company Neuralink will make the paralyzed walk and the blind see and eventually turn people into cyborgs. But the firm still struggles to secure clinical trial approvals for the relatively modest goal of helping disabled people. So what do we have on this, man? Um, I understand what Elon Musk is trying to do, um, the good intentions that he's having, but I can also understand why people might be nervous of putting brain chips inside humans. So what do you think about this, man? What's your take?
1: Yeah, this this is, uh, I don't want to say disturbing, but it's to me, it's unnatural to be doing stuff like this. And obviously, Elon Musk is going to have the, the resources, the money to do the research like he's done with SpaceX and all his other stuff. So it it sounds good, but I just don't think we're there yet. And obviously I'm not in that field, the medical field, studying that every day, but I think you're gonna need and you I You just, just
0: don't want everybody to turn you don't want society to turn into the Terminator.
1: <laughs> right. But I think you're gonna need guinea pigs too that are gonna volunteer their body basically to allow that to happen. And I think if they get enough people willing to do that, they might get that approval. But I'm not a fan of it. Um, it would be nice, but I don't think, you know, computer chips should be going in human brains. That's just unnatural to me. So,
0: yeah, it's not really natural. But hypothetically speaking, if the Neuralink could cure blindness and make people walk again that were paralyzed, you know, that would be incredible. But you know the technology's not there. It's just it's a tough topic because I can see the fear that people have um, with uh, the trend and the way technology's going. So I don't know, man. It's just, it's just it's scary, but it's cool in the same at the same time, right? Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with uh, Neuralink. Elon Musk is doing great things, though, with, you know, the car company. I really like what he's doing with uh, SpaceX. I mean, he's trying to get to Mars and everything. You know, we need people like that in this world. He's quite the pioneer, so we only have one of him. So we got to protect Elon Musk at all costs. And... You know, hopefully he doesn't go too far with the neural link, and hopefully the intentions are true. You know, the fear is that the government might one day take control of the neural links, and who knows what the government would do if they got something like that. So, yep, crazy. All right, guys. Well, that's our three topics for the show, and the way we end the show is we have a top five segment. So, Joe, I want you to guess my top five favorite foods in order.
1: In order. I'm going to say
0: steak one, tacos two. Mm. Steak is one, tacos are two. And that was pretty hard for me. Those are interchangeable because I love tacos. so.
1: Yeah, and you can put steak in tacos. So it's kind of hard,
0: but I'll go burgers three. Burgers are... Actually, no, I got burgers at number four. All right, number three. um, Eggs? Eggs are number five. So I need one more. Pizza. And pizza is number three. So to round out my top five favorite foods, I got steak one, tacos two, pizza three, burgers four, and eggs at number five. So Joe, what are your top five favorite foods? Well, actually, let me guess, right? Yeah, go ahead. So in order, I'm going to say tacos are number one. Yep. Pizza number two. Mm, no
1: i got pizza not at two
0: steak at number two yep so we got taco steak pizza i know pizza's in your top five though yeah absolutely. you can everybody's top five the pizza's gotta be in everybody's yeah, top five so
1: pizza's three
0: So we got taco steak pizza i'm gonna go chinese food man at number five i like chinese food but it's not in my top five it's not in your top five nope I could have sworn t- Chinese food would have been there. Um, what about burgers? It's number, what are we at? That's
1: number five. Number four, I think you can get it. Fish? Nope. It's not eggs, is it? No. Close. Cereal? Nope. Chicken wings
0: oh chicken wings okay so round out your top five for us so
1: i got tacos one steak two three pizza chicken wings four
0: and burgers five that's a pretty good list but all right guys that's gonna do it for us uh thank you guys for watching our first episode we really appreciate it and hope everybody has a great rest of their